God, your unmeasurable love, your compassion towards us. Oh, Lord, left up to us, we would have gone home already. Shut the book, God, and go in a corner to find ourselves some solace. But you have done great things in us. And we can't keep quiet. And here tonight, we are come for more of you. Hallelujah. I pray tonight, upend every plan of the enemy. God, speak in such a way. God, help me to hear what you're saying and relate to your people uncompromised. I pray, oh God, that when the night is over, souls will be, Lord God, I might be stretched in you. Hallelujah. Hearts will be lifted up. Hallelujah. In you, God, giving you glory, honor, and praise. Needs will be met. And those who have yet to testify of you will embrace the message of the cross. Have thine own way tonight, we pray. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. While you're on your feet, I'm going to invite you to turn with me to the book of 2 Kings. 2 Kings 22, we'll be reading verses 1 through 11. 2 Kings 22, verses 1 through 11. I'm going to invite you to join me as we read alternate verses. Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 30 and one years in Jerusalem, and his mother's name was Jedidah, the daughter of Adadiah of Boshkath. And it came to pass in the 18th year of King Josiah that the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, the scribe, to the house of the Lord, saying, And let them deliver it into the hand of the doers of the work that have the oversight of the house of the Lord. And let them give it to the doers of the work which is in the house of the Lord to repair the breaches of the house. Howbeit there was no reckoning made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand, because they dealt faithfully. And Saphan the scribe came to the king and brought the king word again and said, Thy servants have gathered the money that was found in the house and have delivered it into the hands of them that do the work, that have the oversight of the house of the Lord. 10 and 11 together. And Saphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest hath delivered me a book. And Saphan read it before the king. And it came to pass, when the king had heard the words of the book of the law, 
that he rend his clothes. You may be seated. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Tonight, we have read uh, what may be a familiar portion of scripture from the Old Testament. And uh, tonight, the particular verse that I want to bring our attention to, verses 8 and 11. And the Bible said, And Hilkiah the high priest said unto Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. Thank you. Hilkiah gave the book to Saphan and he read it. Thank you. Verse 11, and it came to pass when the king had heard the words of the book of the law that he rend his clothes. I want to talk with us tonight on this theme as the Lord will empower, the Lord will direct on the power of repentance. The power of repentance. If there is no sweeter words in the ears of mankind from his maker than to hear him say, you're forgiven, then peradventure there is no more joyous a word in the ear of the Lord than the expression of repentance. Because if you think about it, we have been entrusted with the ministry of reconciliation. And it's God's ever aspiration to be one with his creation again. In particular, the crowning jewel of his creation, you and I, human beings. The Bible says that we were made in the likeness of the Lord. And as much as the expression of himself is imprinted in us, I mean, there is a special connection that the Lord has with us. In fact, the Bible tells us in the book of Genesis that the Lord breathed into man. And when he breathed into man, he imparted of himself into us. There is a portion of you. There is a part of you that is connected to God. But there is a battle going on and you and I know about it. Because we are living in a fallen world and we are living in a body that is broken. A body that is contaminated by the traces of sin. And sin, when it's finished with you, is going to bring forth death. Uh, the Bible tells us in Luke 15 and 10, says, Likewise I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. In other words, repentance is so powerful that it gets the attention of the heavenly beings. And it positions, you, you, the scripture tells us in Isaiah 6, that how that they make their way flying around the throne of God saying, holy, holy, holy. But here we see another thing that moves angelic beings. And it is when a sinner repents. Now I hasten here tonight to say that we've got to be mindful that repentance should not just be relegated to someone who have not yet come to know Christ. But we understand that we ever daily need to come and pour out ourselves. The Bible says that we should examine ourselves to make sure whether or not we are in the faith. 
In other words, we've got to be so careful because you, you and I live in this frame. We know how it goes. If we'll be honest with ourselves, I mean, we've got to be ever careful because lest we find ourselves living compromised, thinking that we are all right. But the Bible lets us know in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, it says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. The Lord says, I, he, he commits himself. He says, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. If you want to move God and get God's attention, we find here the prescription set forth in this very chapter or in this very verse. He says, if we want to move God's attention to be focused on us, then the power resides with us. If we want forgiveness of sin, the power to accomplish it resides in us. And if we want the healing of our land, amen, then the power to accomplish that resides within us. And it is that we've got to give ourselves to repentance. Because here the scripture says that, amen, those that are called by your name should humble themselves. So we find here that repentance requires us to come to a place of humility. It also said that we should pray. And prior essentially recognizes that the, the inferior is calling to the superior. Because what use is there for us to pray for someone less to someone lesser than ourselves to get help? And so it is, is that recognizing that we need the help of God and that we would seek his face. In other words, coming right back in harmony with that plumb line, how it is that we want to line up with what God requires of us. And the Bible lets us know that once we have seen that, then we would turn from our wicked ways. And when you and I accomplish that in our own lives, at that point, we have positioned ourselves to gain the attention of God. And I can tell you that great things are about to happen in your life. Somebody put your hands together and praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, to cross over from fear to love, power and a sound mind we need the power and experience the power of repentance what is repentance what is repentance well you know i found out there there are at least four hebrew words and and four greek words that actually translate to repentance it's funny, but tonight our attention is going to be focused on this one. And after I say it, you might forget it. But it's metania. Metania. Meaning to change one's mind. But it's of necessity that we need to expand on that a little bit so that we can get our handle around this. Because the, the, the last thing you want to walk away with is to think that repentance is all mental because I have found that many have made a decision not to do or to go back in their former life as they have but they find themselves lacking the power 
lacking the power to accomplish it. And so we find here that in repentance, it is not just simply a mental result, but it evokes the emotion of godly sorrow. Uh, it is the right response of the heart to the conviction of the Holy Ghost. It is to turn away from sin and to turn to Christ. It is faith in the power of the gospel that causes one to acknowledge a God he cannot see, to obey a God of whom he's only heard, and to turn to follow a God to a place that he has never been. And so it is that repentance position us, amen, to be able to walk with the Lord. Now, I go even further to say that this repentance uh, sometimes can, can look like, hallelujah, the real thing, but it might not be. And so we find this word that it's attrition. Attrition is this, this motivated sentiment that looks like repentance, but it is really out of fear. It is out of insincerity and it is out of sorrow that you got caught or that you got exposed. But then true repentance is this word called contrition. It is true godly sorrow that causes full repentance and confession. And it is rewarded by God's forgiveness and salvation. In other words, hallelujah. It is not justifying oneself. It is not positioning your confession to guard yourself, but is making full confession to God. Because what it does here, hallelujah, it allows you to release yourself from that which is not of God so that God can be again pleased with you, hallelujah. Unrepented sin, it takes the joy out of living. Oh, glory to God on my unrepented sin. It takes the dance out of your feet. I tell you tonight, hallelujah, if you look at your feet, there is a melody in your feet. But sometimes unrepentance causes your feet to feel like lead. You don't feel it, but you, there is no joy on the inside. Because there is a dance that's out of melody, hallelujah. And there is a dance that comes with inspiration. You can't help it, hallelujah. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done, hallelujah. I, I, I want to express my, my, the sentiment of my heart. And it manifests itself in a praise, hallelujah. Oh, glory. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? Somebody says, when I think of the goodness of Jesus... I could dance, dance, dance all night. But as such, amen, that unrepented sin, it takes the dance out of your feet. Uh, and it breaks your spirit. Unrepented sin, it takes your testimony. It takes the zest out of living and it dampens your attitude. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know tonight, hallelujah, it's not the end of the story. Because I want to introduce us to these three thoughts. How, how it is that we, for repentance to occur, I want to bring your attention to this first confrontation, confession, and reconciliation. For repentance to occur, first there needs to be confrontation. The problem of sin must be understood. 
it must be recognized for what it is. Sin is rebellion against an almighty God. We have to confront ourselves, hallelujah, and deal with the issue at hand. Amen. We can sideswipe it, put it under the rug, and think that it's going to be all right. Hallelujah. It's still there. Amen. And your neighbor might not know it, but you know it, and God knows it. And sometimes the devil knows it, and he pokes at you because, hallelujah, he reminds you of what is the unresolved issue at hand. And so tonight, we've got to understand that we need to confront it because it comes with wages. It has an end to it, and the wages and the end is death. And the price, hallelujah, is to live a life of sorrow and separation from God. The Bible lets us know in Romans 6 and 23 that what? For the wages of sin is? The wages of sin is death. So we've got to confront it. Hallelujah. We've got to confront the sin that's in our lives. Hallelujah. And deal with it. But not only do we must confront it, but we must need confess it. For the heart must perceive the grace of God. The heart must agree with what God is saying. In other words, as the plumb line, the word of God sets forth what God requires of us. We need to understand that we need to line up with what God is saying. Because when we line up with what God is saying, hallelujah, we become at one with God. And to be at one with God, you won't mistake that experience for nothing else. Hallelujah. Somebody says it's joy in my soul and peace in my mind. Somebody shout glory to God. And so it is that I need to confess. The Bible says if we confess our sins, he is what? He is faithful and just to do what? To forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Aren't you glad about it tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. It's one thing to, to admit what you've done wrong. Amen. But if the God you serve can't do anything about it, hallelujah. If he can't help you to get rid of it, then that's not a God you want to serve. Amen. I'm so glad tonight. Amen. That the Lord I serve, glory to God. It's an easy thing. In fact, he has already made provision for our deliverance from the bondage of sin. Anybody know what I'm talking about tonight? Somebody says, my sin was like a mountain. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God Almighty. I couldn't, de I couldn't pay the price. Hallelujah. But the Lord paid the price for me on Calvary. Oh, glory to God. Aren't you happy about it tonight? That the Lord took your place. Because the wages was death. And he went ahead and died. That you and I might have life eternal. Somebody shout glory to God. And so it is that if we confess our sins to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Now I submit to you tonight that it is true that sometimes we, we try to confess our sins and amen, you still don't feel deliverance. You still walk away with heaviness. Is that right? Amen. And so it is that what's going on there? What is going on? Have I been contrite or is it that I have just gone through an attrition it's all attrition it's motivated because I got caught what is going on 
Or is it that I don't believe in the sufficiency of the power of God? What is going on? Is it that there is self-righteousness in me that I believe that even though God said that he forgives me of my sin, that I believe that I need to still keep paying the consequences? Uh, What's going on? And so we've got to reconcile here and understand that repentance is not our idea. Repentance is the plan of God. Hallelujah. He is the one that sets the rules concerning repentance and deliverance from sin. And so it is, it's not for me and you and I to opine on the sufficiency of his blood. Amen, his blood is already sufficient. The price is already paid. Satan has already lost. Sin shall have no more dominion over you and I. Somebody shall glory to God. Oh, glory to God. For repentance to occur, not only do we must confront it, not only must we confess it, but we need to move to a point of reconciliation. Uh, we've, we've got, the, for the will of humanity must act in a way of surrender and yielding to the will of the Savior. We must need to come into what God has called us into. We must come out of the bondage into the liberty and understand that who Christ had made Free is free in, free indeed. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Let's put our hands together and praise the name of the Lord. Oh, glory to God. The Bible says, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from, from all sin. And so we find here that the Lord has set up a means by which we might be reconciled to him. I don't enjoy being separated from the Lord. I don't enjoy the coldness of being absent from the the fire of, of, of his presence. I don't enjoy, hallelujah, not having confidence in the God who I call my father. I don't enjoy being, being separated from him. I don't know, hallelujah, how I could live without God. It is a scary thing to have the knowledge of what God has done and to live without the deliverance that God has brought. It is important for us to use, hallelujah, the tools that God has given us. Amen. By exercising true confession and receiving the atoning blood of Jesus being applied to our hearts and minds and lives. Oh, glory to God. And receive the sufficiency of the pardon for our sins. Somebody say glory to God. The Bible lets us know in 2 Corinthians 7 verse 10, it says, for, for godly sorrow does what? It worketh repentance to salvation. Not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh, worketh death. Now the New Living Translation says it in this wise. For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There is no regret for that kind of sorrow. But worldly sorrow which lacks repentance results in spiritual death. That's beautifully said. Oh glory to God. But you and I need to understand tonight, amen, that God has made provision for our sins. There are those among us tonight who are walking with the burden of sin on our backs, burden of sin on our shoulder. Amen, glory to God Almighty. But the Lord has not called us to bondage. He has called us to liberty. And if you have not yet experienced liberty in your life, 
or tonight you might not feel liberated, I invite you to re-examine your walk because that which you signed up for was not a hassle or, you know, good God Almighty. It wasn't a call that, you know, what they call is when on the streets when they're trying to find the troublemakers, they stop you and frisk you. Amen. The Lord is not on that kind of assignment. He knows your heart. Hallelujah. And we've got to understand that God has made provision for your deliverance. God has made provision for your liberty. God has made provision for you and I to be able to dance and experience the jubilee of salvation. Oh, glory to God. There's no reason for you and I to walk around and live with the bondage of sin. Hallelujah. Enslaved. Hallelujah. Walking. Hallelujah. With a burden that we don't have to carry. The fascinating thing is that sometimes we get used to the process of carrying the burden. And you find out if you carry too much weight, after a while, it begins to influence your shape and influence your posture. And so you don't walk straight anymore because you're walking with burden. You don't walk freely anymore because you're walking with burden. Hallelujah. And you and I need to understand that this here, where we're going, it has no use where we're going. In fact, I tell you, we're going to glory. We don't need to bring gold, silver because the streets are paved with gold. And surely know that no sin can enter there. Hallelujah. You don't need to walk with this because hallelujah, it doesn't belong to you. Once you and I settle the account, the Lord is going to cast it all away. Somebody say glory to God. We all have our issues to deal with. But I found that some of us are carrying more than our share. Sometimes you're carrying somebody else's sin. And find ourselves figuring, how am I going to get delivered? I confess my sin, but now you and I are living in judgment of others. And carrying others in hostility. In fact, I tell you, somebody may be wondering, what is he going to take out of the bag? But I let you know, I'm not going to open it in front of you because you can't, maybe can't handle it. That's why my confession has to be to God or those who are spiritual. I'm not saying you're not spiritual. I'm making a point tonight. Amen. That we've got to understand. Oh, glory. Don't be quick to hear other people's story or to figure out what they got going on. Hallelujah. You've got in a burden of your own to deal with. Good God from glory. Hallelujah. And you and I need to understand the sooner we get rid of ours, we'll be able to burn bright. We'll be able, oh, glory to God, to experience the liberty and the joy that God brings. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When was the last time you experienced the joy of the Lord in those knees? When was the last time you experienced the joy of the Lord that caused you, hallelujah, to dance like David danced? When was the last time you experienced the joy, hallelujah, you couldn't express in words, but it captivated your mind and it captivated your imagination. And all oh, you're trying to tell how you feel, somebody says, I couldn't express it in words, but just watch me dance because the Lord has done great things for me, whereof I'm glad. Good God from glory. I've got, I can't live like this. I've got to get rid of it because it's holding me back. It's holding me down. It's, it's cramping my progress in Christ. Somebody shall glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. In the, in the scripture that was read in 2 Kings chapter 22, 
in verse 8, the Bible lets us, well, let's begin at verse 1. The Bible lets us know that this young King Josiah, young King Josiah, he now sits on the throne. And now that he sits on the throne, the Bible lets us know, amen, that at the eight, tender age of eight, he's leading a nation. And in the 18th year of Josiah, the Bible lets us know that he set forth to repair the house of God. I want to use that repairing of the house of God for you and I visiting our lives as a temple, a building, amen, in which God inhabits. Amen. And in other words, when we talk about the temple, I want you to think about you, you as an individual. And so it is there. He had a call to want to repair the bridges. He wanted to fix it up. Hallelujah. He wanted it to be pleasing to God. I tell you tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is stirring somebody's heart. You, you really want to do something about your life. You really want to live on a higher plane. You want to live a life that is delivered. That's the Lord. Hallelujah. Moving in you and stirring you to begin to repair the temple. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. But not only did he set out to do, he commissioned him and the solicited help. And you hear the Bible lets us know that the monies that were collected were distributed to those, the craftsmen who are going to carry out the work. And you find the Lord has given to the men of God, hallelujah, and those who are spiritually mature, amen, the authorities who speak into our lives, amen, and we and I are allowing the word of God, amen, to move up and down us and shaping and making us what we ought to be. Somebody say glory to God. But the Bible lets us know in verse 11, amen, that when King Josiah finally got a chance to hear the word read, his response was one that was just beautiful for a king. He humbled himself. And the Bible says he rend his clothes. And rending one's clothes is an act of sorrow and remorse and repentance. We find all of those emotions, godless sorrow, overwhelming the man of God. But if you compare his response to the word of God, amen, to another king of Judah, the Bible tells us in Jeremiah chapter 36, amen, the Bible lets us know how this king, I know, I forgot his name. The king that was sitting on the throne at that time, I get his name here, but the king that was sitting on the throne, amen, the Bible lets us know that he ran into trouble. And he ran into trouble because he has lost a sensitive heart to the word of God. Jehoiakim. Jehoiakim. And the Bible lets us know that Jeremiah was commissioned by the Lord. And he called his servant Barak and said to him, I'm going to tell you what to write. And you're going to write it out, hallelujah. And you're going to read it to those who need to hear the word of God. And so he sets out and he reads he writes what he is told and he presents it to the prince. The prince hears the word of God and the Bible says that they became afraid. They said to Jeremiah and Barak, you all go hide and let's take this word to the king. They took the word to the king. The Bible says that the king and the princes that stood with him, amen, sat there and listened to the word. And after they had heard and must the third or fourth pages, amen, they, he took, he took the book. He took the written word of God and he cast it into the fire. 
The Bible says he took his pen knife and cut it up and cast it into the fire. What we find here is two kings. Two kings here, hallelujah. Good God Almighty. One ready and prepared to build on a firm foundation, which is the word of God. And the other one will have none of it, hallelujah. He will have none of it. And we find out, hallelujah, that later, amen, he brought, was brought into captivity. But the Bible lets us know that Josiah got a word from the Lord. says, because your heart was soft towards me. Because you were repentant before me, hallelujah. I'm going to let you live out your days in peace. That you could die with your fathers. And afterwards, after you pass off the scene, judgment is going to be served. But I want you to let you know tonight, saints, hallelujah, that God don't want you and I, hallelujah, to suffer the consequences of sin. Not when he has made provision. And not when God, amen, took upon himself the iniquity of us all. He's looking for you and I, hallelujah, to take the benefit of this plan, hallelujah. There is nothing else better going on. Your 401k can't top this, hallelujah, because in this world, world hallelujah all we have is trouble but the Lord said hallelujah I prepare a place for you and where I am there shall he be also oh God from glory amen the Lord has set his word upon us that if you and I would yield to the word of God we will find rest in the Lord there is a powerful thing called repentance hallelujah God don't want you and I to live amen under the bondage of a sin sick life hallelujah I know the enemy wants us to live in fear that if I confess my sins, it's going to be held against me. But the Bible says he's going to cast our sins where? Into the sea of forgetfulness. But the enemy knows this thing called pride. And this thing called pride holds us in bondage with this false sense of security. Thinking that if I protect myself, my, my reputation, that I'm actually protecting myself. But the truth is, I will be no more freer than when I confess my sins. I will never be freer than when I confess my sins. Because sin is a burden and to get it off me is my release to be able to walk in the liberty that Christ has planned for me. Somebody said, glory to God. Oh, glory to God Almighty. And so it is that you and I have an opportunity to escape the bondage of sin. Amen. But you and I need to know this. Amen. That it's time for you and I to get a, a, a renewed mind. Because the mind that you and I are working with is not working. It's not working because it, it slips back and forth. You and I got to build a sure foundation. You and I got to build some things around us. Amen. That the enemy can't get to us. Hallelujah. You and I need to shore up the protection of our hearts. And because it's with my mind that I serve Christ. It is with your mind that you serve Christ. Amen. It's time to build a fort around your mind. To guard it against the wiles of the enemy. It's time for you and I to build, amen, a sure structure that the enemy can't destroy. That when he comes in like a flood, that the spirit of God is going to raise a standard and fight for you and I. Hallelujah. It's time for you and I to take out the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. The Bible says that when the enemy decided to contend with 
the angel Michael about the body of Moses. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The angel Michael didn't even contend with him. He just said, elevate this matter. Hallelujah. And this will be the end of it. He said, the Lord rebuke you. Hallelujah. In other words, he took authority by relying on the higher power of God. It's time for you and I. Hallelujah. Not to live by our wits, our ability to guard our hearts, but to trust God. It's time for you and I to burn up, allow the word of God to burn up sin and trust that is within us, that you and I can walk holy before the Lord. It's time for you and I to experience what true deliverance is. It's time for you and I to walk in complete victory. There's no reason for us to half get by and look like Christians. It's time for us to walk in the glory of God. Amen. And to bask in his fullness. It's time for us to lay aside the weight and the sin that so easily beset so that you and I can walk in the freedom that Christ has for us. Somebody say glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I want my joy back. Anybody here tonight, you want your joy back. In fact, some of us might not even have a, a portion of joy that you miss. In other words, you say, I want the joy God has promised me. Hallelujah. I want the joy that God, because all you've experienced so far, you want more. And you should want more because there is more. Hallelujah. There is a deeper depth and a higher height in Christ. There is a place in God. Amen. Oh, glory to God, where the devil can't ruin you anymore. I heard the apostle Paul said, nothing moved me. Neither height nor depth. Neither principalities nor powers. Amen. Nakedness or sword. None of these things move me. It's time for you and I to say, God, show me where I need to go. God, lead me into a place. Give me an appetite to come into your will and your plan. Oh, glory to God. Somebody say, glory to God. It's time. It's time. It's available. The joy of the Lord is our strength. You want that joy back? Do you want that joy? Hallelujah. Do you want that joy tonight? Do you want to experience the fullness of God? Do you want to walk in the abundant flowing of the anointing? Do you want to live in a place where your heart, hallelujah, is under the rock? The rock that is higher than you. A place where Jehovah God, Christ Jesus, hides you in a place, a secret place of his word. Where the Lord counsels and comforts you in the night season. Amen. And nothing, hallelujah, it shall, shall come nigh thy dwelling. Oh God Almighty. Walking in a place where faith to faith brings you from deeper depth to higher height in the Lord. Amen. Where that in spite of life's trials, hallelujah, you still have that peace, that deep settled peace in your soul. You experience what God promised, hallelujah, that lo, I'll be with you always. Even when the waves seem to roar and when the Banners seem to fall. And when it looked like the cloud overcast the sky, yet still there is a deep settled peace. And somebody says, wondering why you don't fall apart. Because you have a deep settled peace. And sin has not robbed you from the comforting place. The comfortable place under the arms of God. There is nothing more frustrating than needing help and having no confidence to call for it. But if you and I have repented of our sins, we can call with full confidence and believe that he hears us. And because we believe he hears us, we will have whatever our petitions may be. For God, hallelujah, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly that wealth which you could ever ask or think. Him who has begun a good work in you is well able 
to complete it. Somebody say glory to God. Oh, glory to God Almighty. Hallelujah. I will have my joy back. <laughs> I will have my joy back. I will have my peace back. It is mine. Hallelujah. It was promised to me. I own it. Hallelujah. The devil has no reason to hold it from me because he can't even use it himself. But he knows if he deprives you of it, you will. Hallelujah. Run the risk of going back on God. But listen, it's time for you and I to take up the weapon and begin to use the word of God. Satan the Lord. Satan the Lord. It's one thing if you and I rebuke him. But if God rebukes him, it's done. If God rebukes him, it's done. If the word of God is charged against the enemy, it's done. There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Who are not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Oh, glory to God Almighty. This is who we are. A royal priesthood because we have given up the garments of heaviness. We have given up the garments of sin. This is who we are. Our people have been liberated by the blood of Jesus. I know tonight you call yourself to question. Am I worthy to stand in the presence of God? Amen. Oh, glory to God. Maybe if I, if, if I just be, if I just hold my peace. Amen. I, 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 no expectation of me. I, if I don't rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Then nobody's going to expect me to rejoice the next time. Listen. Don't serve God because of people. Serve God because of God. Hallelujah. You and I owe God a praise. People didn't die for you. People didn't break the chains of sin on your life. People didn't go to Calvary for you. It's time for you and I to get out of our head and begin to get into the glory of God and begin to bless the Lord with all that is within us. Somebody shout glory. Oh, glory to God. What you got going on? I've been washed in the blood. That's what I've got going on. What you got going on? Sin shall not reign in my mortal body anymore. That's what I got going on. What do you have got going on? What do you have going on in your life? Victory, not defeat. You got joy, not sorrow. The enemy wants you to think. And he brings, you know, oh, come on, hallelujah. We can't live after the influence of our emotions. But we've got to stand on the word of God because the foundation of who we are is the word of God. Amen. And as long as you and I walk in the light, we'll have fellowship not just with our brothers and sisters, but fellowship with God himself. Somebody say glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. When I think of what he has done, he did not part do it. He didn't partially accomplish his plan. Calvary. Was, is a done deal. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's a done deal. Calvary is a done deal. There are some people who work for you and you got to bring somebody else to come finish the job. But Calvary is a done deal. Somebody put your hands together and say, Calvary is a done deal. Come on, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Calvary is a done deal. You clap your hand like you're afraid or you're uncertain. Come on, put your hands together and say, Calvary is a done deal. Hallelujah. The blood has been shed. The price has been paid. Calvary is a done deal. Put your hands together in the face of the enemy and say, Hallelujah. My sins have been washed away. The price of my redemption has been paid. 
Oh God Almighty. Sin shall have no more dominion over me. Because of the finished work of Christ. Tonight. Tonight. You may be someone within the sound of my voice. You're longing for that peace and rest. But as much as I speak to you and remind you of what God has said, you still find yourself calling to question whether you're worthy or not. It's not how you feel about it tonight. In fact, you need to rebuke that mind that second guesses God. Is there someone tonight you desire the joy of the Lord again? You desire the joy of the Lord again. You want your head to be out of the dull drums and, and lift your head in the presence of the Lord. For in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand there are pledges forevermore. Yes, the enemy is going to throw darts at you. But you just got to remember who you are. You're a royal priesthood. Having repented of your sin, the devil has nothing on you. Because the power of the enemy is unrepented sins. That's his power. But if you and I nullify the power by confessing our sins, the Bible says the Lord is faithful and just to, to forgive us. Of some, of some, all our sins. All our sins. All unrighteousness. All, 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 all. I know sometimes we hear it, the word of God, and we are not there yet mentally, or we're not there yet in our hearts and mind. I know. But I encourage you tonight to meditate on this word. Meditate on this word. For he cleanses us from all the filth of the flesh and of the spirit. The Bible says we should cleanse it. How do we cleanse it? By the renewing of our minds and confessing our sins to God. Through repentance. Hallelujah. That's how we cleanse it. That's how we cleanse it. So tonight, is there anybody who wants your joy back and you're just halfway there but you want all of it? I'm going to invite you. I'm going to invite you to come on down tonight. Come on down in this space right here. Oh, glory to God Almighty. Come on down in this space right here. Come on down in this space right here. Come on down. If you want, if you want your joy back, if you want your joy back, And while you're coming, I'll say this. There are some things worth fighting for. And some fight, you'll do better just walk away. It ain't worth it. But you've got to take back what God has given you. It's yours. It's deeded to you by the blood of Jesus. It's yours by covenant. It's yours by the atoning blood of Jesus. Forgiveness of sins that we claim through the power of repentance. And so tonight, while we are here tonight, I tell you, begin to speak to your soul. Because this much I know, we need to, we need to own this thing. You can't rely on somebody else's prayer. We're going to pray with you, but you've got to own this thing. 
This is yours. You want to fight for it. Fight for it. Fight for it. Fight for it. Hallelujah. Fight for the peace of God Almighty. Your mind running all up and down. Your emotions all over the place. Fight for it. The Bible says God has not given us the, the spirit of fear, but of love and power and of a sound mind, a, a, stable, a stable mind. Hallelujah. God, that's what God has given us. Hallelujah. Through his Holy Spirit. And so tonight you and I need to take dominion and shut down the lies of the enemy. Hallelujah. And own what God has given us. Hallelujah. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty through God through the pulling down of stronghold. I confess to you tonight, hallelujah. I surrender to you tonight that repentance is one of our weapons. For we nullify the accusations of the enemy. Hallelujah. Because he comes up, hallelujah, and brings up all your past. But having repented of it, hallelujah, the enemy has nothing on you. Nothing on you and I. Let's put our hands together and praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Put our hands together and praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now we're going to go, we're going to go to battle tonight. We're going to go to battle tonight, hallelujah. Go to battle tonight, hallelujah. Because you want what you want. You want peace. You want joy. Why should you come and go back without what you need? The enemy says you've come before and before and before and before. But I tell you what, that woman with the issue of blood, hallelujah. This time she, she made contact with Jesus. They made, that was a difference. That man who went to the pool 30 and 8 years that day he went, it made the difference. I tell you tonight, tonight may be the time where that will make the difference. You can't come as business as usual, hallelujah. Say, Lord, hallelujah, here I am, hallelujah. God Almighty, Lord, I desire that the chains of discouragement and despondency, hallelujah, and fear, God Almighty, will be broken. The stronghold of the lies of the enemy that hold me in bondage, walking in lesser than I am, hallelujah, in Christ. For you have made me free from the law of sin and death, that I might walk in the liberty which is in Christ Jesus. This is who we are tonight, hallelujah. And we need to own it because this is who we are. Oh, glory to God Almighty. Gracious Lord, we bless you and honor you tonight. We bless you and glorify your name tonight. For you're worthy to be praised. Oh, God Almighty, we will not measure, God, the faithfulness of God based on our feeling. But God Almighty, we covenant with your promises tonight. God Almighty, and we embrace every word that you have shared. Every word that you have given us. Hallelujah. Every word that you have given us. Lord Almighty, every promise you have made us. That we are, God, victorious. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. I thank you tonight that we are royal priesthood. Because we have relinquished the strongholds of the enemy. God, we are now walking in the freedom and the liberty of Christ. For sin shall that reign in our mortal body because of the sufficiency of your blood. Lord, every stronghold is destroyed. Every lie of the enemy is nullified. Every weapon of his warfare is set at naught. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the word of God tonight, we take back authority. We take dominion. We exercise power and repossess the promises of God. We tonight, Lord God Almighty, choose to own every promise every promise that you have made us God we thank you tonight we thank you tonight Lord for returning the joy returning the joy giving us again Lord the will to fight and to take 
authority and to take back that which you have given us. Tonight, Lord, we are no longer the tail. We are no longer the what left behind, but we are your children who have been purchased by your blood. I praise you tonight, Lord. We bless you tonight. Oh, God, we glorify you tonight.